Hello everyone, welcome to Box Office Receipts. I'm your host, Tyler Callahan, and honestly, there's not much going on. This is the quiet time of the year between Christmas, Hanukkah, to New Year's, so there is not much to report. We have a few small things, but this episode will be mostly focused on the numbers, so let's start with the domestic top five. So with Christmas landing on a Sunday, the numbers will be in a four-day format to include Monday. With that being said, Avatar The Way of Water stayed in first place with $95.5 million for a total of $293.2 million. Second place was Puss in Boots The Last Wish with $19.2 million for a total of $26.1 million. And third place was I Want to Dance with Somebody, which opened with $6.75 million. Fourth place was Black Panther Wakanda Forever with $5.5 million for a total of $428.2 million. And bombing in fifth place was Babylon with 4.8 million. I think based on these numbers so far, we can relax about Avatar. It has had strong weekday numbers, which has helped it get to just under 300 million in about 10 days. At this rate, 500 million is almost guaranteed domestically and will likely finish just above 600 million. Puss and Boots opened okay, uh, but it does have the benefit of being the main counter-programming movie to Avatar, so it should have good legs. And it also helps it's getting rave reviews from both critics and audiences. Now let's go to disappointments. First, I want to dance with somebody uh, did not have a great opening. Now, I believe it only cost around 40 million, so it can leg it out. It might even break even for Sony at the box office. But still, compared to last year where they had Spider-Man No Way Home, it's a very lackluster uh, holiday season for them. And then the other disappointment, the bomb of the holiday season, and that is Babylon. For a film that cost between 80 to 100 million dollars to produce, an opening of 4.8 million is bad any way you slice it. Ideally, after including marketing, the reported break-even for the film was around 250 million dollars, which at this point it'll look if it hit 50 million worldwide total. What also hurts it is that the reviews are mixed, with it being rotten on Rotten Tomatoes with 56%, and the cinema score is at a C plus, so word of mouth will not also be good. So again, this is not a film where the critics love, you know, it's 80s, 90s, and Rotten Tomatoes. It's just the audiences, they just don't get it, man, right? They just don't get cinema. It's like, no, the reviewers are divisive on this. Word of mouth, ain't that great. It's a shame, though, as Chanzel is a great director, and as someone who watched it, it's good for the most part. And don't get me wrong, it's not as good as La La Land, uh, and it's not one of the best movies of the year. But it does it does not deserve to be bombing like this. And for Paramount, a studio that has had such a much-needed comeback year, uh, to end it with this is a little bit of a disappointment. Uh, the best hope now is that it does get nominated for a lot of awards, so they can sell it based off that. Uh, but hey, at the very least, um, all the money Top Gun Maverick made will cover the losses, no problem. Now for China. Only the two top spots really made anything as COVID continues to spread. Staying in first place is Avatar The Way of Water with $26.9 million for a total of $104.3 million. Opening in second place is Sunday or One Day with $12.19 million. And here we see the collapse with the third place being One Piece Film Red with $730,000 for a total of $22.9 million. Fourth place was Puss in Boots The Last Wish which did not make much at a debut of 350000 And fifth place was Detective Conan with 320000 for a total of $25.3 Also opening in seventh place was another Hollywood film, 
the man from Toronto. It somehow sneaked in with a small release, making a hundred grand. You may know this as the, again, during the pandemic, this was a comedy from Sony. They eventually sold it to Netflix, released on Netflix in 2022, and it sneaked in a China release. Now, for Puss in Boots, it's a very low opening, but that is also due in part to the theaters it's playing in around the country. Avatar is currently playing in around roughly 110,000 theaters around the country. Puss in Boots, on the other hand, is only playing in around 18,000. And those are likely the major cities, you know, Shanghai, Beijing. But still, that is a stark contrast. Like, if Puss in Boots was getting 80 to 100,000 theaters, you know, I think they'd be doing a lot better numbers. It's just It just is how it is. Taking a look at worldwide numbers, The Way of Water made $168.6 million for a worldwide total of $855.4 million. Puss in Boots The Last Wish made $16.5 million for a worldwide total of $57.2 million. I Want to Dance With Somebody made $2.6 million for a worldwide opening of $7.9 million. And Wakanda Forever is just under $800 million now after having made $2.2 million. Its total now is $799.5 million. For VOD Premium, Top Gun Maverick is already breaking records for Paramount+. Plus. They have already announced that it has had the biggest debut for a film on the service, beating out Sonic the Hedgehog by 60%. This is not a surprise considering this film has been one of the biggest success stories of the year. To have it out on streaming right before Christmas was always going to help boost its numbers. Sadly, that did not release any numbers to compare this to, or how many hours was watched, or how many views, or nothing like that. So, it would have been nice to get some of those. This is unlike Netflix, however, which, thanks to their updated weekly chart, shows that in the first three days of Glass Onion's release, it was watched for 82.1 million hours. That's a solid start, and we will see how high it can go in the top films of all time for Netflix, as that chart counts a film's views over 28 days. Disney announced on what would have been Stan Lee's 100th birthday that they are making a documentary on him, and that it will premiere on Disney Plus sometime in 2023. And the last story we have is official news on who will have the NFL Sunday ticket for next season. For the domestic market, this is a huge opportunity, and it's YouTube TV. That's right, the early rumors a few months ago was that Apple was getting close to a deal, but a key part on the NFL side was that it needed to be a separate package, and it could not be cheap. While neither the NFL or YouTube uh, announced what the pricing would be, it'll probably be around $250 to $300 per season, as DirecTV customers who currently have Sunday ticket, had to pay $294 for this season. As for terms of the deal, it'll be for seven years, starting with the 2023 season. Buy it, you must have a YouTube account. And that's it. Again, while YouTube TV is technically getting it, you don't need to have YouTube TV. If you just have a regular YouTube account, you can buy it by itself, standalone for the season. And if you have YouTube TV, well, then you can add it as an add-on package. They also mentioned that they will work together to make Sunday ticket available in restaurants and bars around the country. While that might seem silly to mention, again, football is huge, and for bars at least, they spend a good amount of money each year to have direct TV and playing football on multiple TVs. It brings in customers. Uh, if they were cut off from having a way to pay for it, well, that would cause a lot of problems for the NFL. Now, I'm not sure how they're going to do this, Give all the bars who sign up a Google TV, right? Maybe maybe Chromecast? Huh? Uh, not sure. As for how much Google is paying for this, that was not reported officially, though the Wall Street Journal is saying that it will be for $2.5 billion a year 
For the NFL, that is a nice upgrade from the $1.5 billion DirecTV was paying them. If the rollout of this is successful, and all you need is a YouTube account to buy Sunday Ticket, there's a good chance this is going to take off like a rocket next fall. For a lot of younger football fans in their early to mid-20s, unless their parents have DirecTV, none of them are signing up for that just for more football. They're not signing up to getting satellite for football. But if only needs a YouTube account and 300 bucks, and you can watch it almost anywhere, well, that's going to get a lot of people to sign up. YouTube will also be prepared, and I think, in handling the heavy influx of watchers on Sundays. And for Google, this is very lucrative. This would hopefully, for them, cause a huge increase in YouTube TV subscribers, at least domestically. But we'll have to wait and see how it plays out. And that's it for this episode of Box Office Receipts, the last one for the last week of 2022. Uh, lots happened this year. Box office is starting to get back to normal. Still got ways to go. A lot of changes going on in Hollywood. So, be back soon with the first episode of 2023. As always, follow me on Twitter, Facebook. Uh, links to those are in the show notes. Thank you for listening. See you next time.